Welcome to Try Try Again, the movie club where my friends and I pretend to be film critics. I'm your host, Todd Perkins. Joining me in this episode, his thoughts are so deep, they sell shirts with his brain on them at the Grand Canyon, Stephen Comstock. (laughs) Think about it, it makes sense. It's too deep for me. (laughs) She's so majestic, unicorns get tattoos of her on their ankles, Jessica Perkins. (laughs) This week we watched A Nightmare on Elm Street, and we are excited to talk about it. Well, most of us are. And remember, you're encouraged to watch these movies along with us. And you can find them all on VidAngel for a dollar. And if you're a prude like me, or want to watch with your kids, you can filter out any of the content that you don't want to see or hear. But that is optional. Okay, let's go into our reviews. Well, first I feel like I should preface my review score with this is like a movie club for people that suck and don't know anything about movies. So I don't want to piss anyone off with my review score, but I just didn't like it. So I gave it like a six. And That's I just, not bad for not liking a movie. That's true. Okay. Kind of good. good. That's like I, what I gave Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, crap. Spoilers. If you didn't... Oh. What? No. You're not, no. Nobody, you're not spoiling this to the five people that listen to the show. <laughs> Anyways, I, I hated it. It was the worst. And it gave me nightmares. Did it really? But, wow. Yeah, it really did. I had like creepy, possessive possession nightmares that night after I went to sleep. Yeah, really possession? Creepy. creepy. Yeah. That, ugh, yeah, it's really creepy. So, uh, am I supposed to talk about it? No, I think that's enough. Okay. We've heard enough. Enough from you. (laughs) We are pissed, by the way. No, you're not. Steven, what'd you think? Well, I had a really hard time uh, rating this movie. I, I, part of me wanted to give it like, like a six, but then the other part of me wanted to give it like an eight. So I kind of just went in the middle and gave it a seven. Um, the reason why I wanted to give it a high score was because the way I look at it is this is supposed to be a creepy movie and the parts with Freddy were super creepy and scary Mm -hmm. every time, like right before he showed up when he was there, it was super scary. Like the music and just the kids like walking around in their dream, you know, and the screeching noises of his claws and the whole thing was just a masterpiece of just scary. Um, but then when they weren't doing like the Freddy thing, when they, when he wasn't about to be on screen, it was just, it was hard to watch. It was just, it was hard to watch, man. <laughs> so, I mean, all in all, I thought, I thought it was a great horror movie. So I gave it a seven. Okay. Uh, I actually gave it a much higher review than you two nerds. I gave it an 8.5. Wow. All right. I really, really liked it. Yes, I loved it. I mean, you know, it wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I really liked it. I mean, the, the parts that Steven pointed out, like, when it was trying to be creepy, it was creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very terrifying. Creepy. That's why I gave it a low score. <laughs> I mean... I know that that's what it's supposed to do, but I just hated it. So <laughs> you just didn't enjoy it yourself. It was yeah. so terrifying. It was scary, man. Like because it, it, I think what makes it so scary is it. It makes it. It takes when you're where you're most vulnerable in your life, which is in your dreams. Sleeping. Yeah. 
and kills you. It's the worst. <laughs> you know what I thought too? What um, how it was really successful at being uh, a creepy movie was that the their dreams weren't you know in some kind of fantasy land. They weren't in a sci-fi universe. They were in real life. They just like walk out their bedroom yeah. door and their dreams are happening. Yeah. Which is what real dreams are like all the time. Like, yeah. You're just like, and I'm going to go get some juice. It also helped, I think, because a lot of times you watch horror movies and you're like, just run better, you know, stop tripping <laughs> like an idiot, you yeah. know? But in this movie, the way that they run and they move and stuff in the, mo- in the movie, it reminded me of how I act in my dreams. Yeah. You know, you're like not always super and, fast and you're not yeah. always, you know, weird things happen that are unexplained. And they did a really good job of that in, in the movie. And it, it just, it was creepy and scary. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Like how Freddie would be in one spot, then he would all of a sudden be in another spot. Yeah. Oh. In, in <laughs> a, the context of a dream, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And, and I think some things like, uh, I was thinking of the time when the girl was walking up the stairs and her feet were stepping through the stairs. Oh, yeah, stairs. the mar- marshmallow stairs. Yeah, the marshmallow <laughs> stairs. That was very scary. And really, there was nothing graphic. There was nothing violent on the screen. But just the fact that that's how dreams are. Like Things that you think are normal, like stairs, might not act like stairs in your dream. Yeah. And they really played to that. And I thought it was extremely successful at that and yes i do agree with steven in that like when freddie was on the screen it was pretty cheesy i was never really taken out cheesy? of it i i would could say cheesy i mean yeah, I, I thought act, it was the like, acting wasn't great you know yeah was, there was some pretty crappy acting in it i thought the dialogue was pretty bad wait are you saying when he was on the screen no when he wasn't. wasn't oh okay i was like that's the opposite of what steven's anyway no i i liked when he was on the screen and i didn't actually didn't dislike it when he was not on the screen it didn't really bother me but i did acknowledge like okay yeah the acting is pretty weird um yeah but i liked it what are um what are some parts that stood out to you guys uh that support your score or like Jess, like what's something that that really <laughs> freaked you out? What's the thing that maybe freaked you uh, out the most? Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, two parts that stick in my memory. I can like see them happening in my head, and it's terrifying. When he's just like, it's his. He's silhouetted. It's when he first appears, like not the very first scene of the movie, but when she's the girl is asleep again. I forgot her name. Hope, maybe. No, it was uh, Tina. 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 Four letter word, doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, um, she was having a dream. He appears in her dream and he, it's just like his silhouette and his arms are like oh, so freakishly arms. long. I and, love oh, that. Yep. I love I can that just part. I, that. I hadn't seen oh. this movie in, in like, it's probably been about 20 years. And when we were talking about watching it, that's the first thing that I remembered. Oh my gosh. Was his long, weird <laughs> arms. <laughs> yes. That was so creepy. Like long arms are the creepiest thing. Yeah. And then they have like, you know, knives on the end of them. And then another part was when she like when she wakes her boyfriend up from screaming and she's being like thrown around the room and he doesn't know. I mean it was kind of cheesy because he was like Tina. Yeah. Oh no, Tina, just please. Just on the floor stretching his warm yeah. arm out. Yeah. Yeah, that guy sucked at being a boyfriend. He sucked at helping people that are dying. But like watching her get thrown around the room and like cut up was oh 
oh, that scene was so scary. And it was like, it was kind of long too, I felt like, like in a good way, like, well, in a successful horror way, like I don't want to watch this anymore and she's still being thrown around yeah. and I'm like, oh, I hate yeah. stop. Um, I want to talk about the arms for a second too, because that was actually my pick for the creepiest moment of the movie, which is funny because before we watched the movie, I actually watched the trailer and that's one of the parts it shows in the trailer. And I saw that and I was like, this movie is going to be so corny. And that part in particular, I thought was going to be the corniest part. And it turned out like in the context of the movie, that part was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It still, it looked a little hokey, but at the same time it was, I mean, again, it's a dream, you know, yeah. so yeah. things look weird. And that's so- the real brilliance of this, of the movie is it's, it's a dream. So like, I mean, there was a part where I think it was Nancy like pulls his face off, and that oh looked that looked kind of cheesy too. But but it was just cool because it's like, well, it's a dream. And then there was another part at the at the very end of the movie, which I think the movie went on a massive downslide as it yes. as it went on. Even okay. even the Freddy parts, which I guess we'll probably get into. But there was a part again where he's like trying to get in the front door. And he had like I think he had Tina's face on, and he was talking in her voice. And oh then, yeah, you remember that part? And then and then uh, like the face comes off, and it's Freddie's face, and it was again, it was kind of cheesy, but at the same time, it was cool. Yeah. yeah, that's how I felt about a lot of the movie. Like anything that was cheesy was cool. There was only one part where I thought. This is cheesy, cheesy. This is just dumb. And I'm sure both of you thought the same thing, but it's the part where he cuts off his own fingers. When he's like, watch this. <laughs> and he him off. That was so that dumb. Was great. That it was, was kind of pointless. Yeah. It, it, it would have it been less cheesy if he didn't say, watch this. If he would have just yeah. done it. Watch yeah, this. like slow. He's like showing off. Yeah. Watch this. That was great. Yeah, that was kind of cheesy. I, I mean, I still didn't make me hate the movie, but I definitely laughed out loud at that part. Is, are there any other parts that freaked you guys out? Steven, do you have any parts that come to mind that freaked you out or that you'd want to talk about? I really like the marshmallow stairs, like I said. I like the part where he's like kind of coming through the wall when Nancy's oh, laying gosh, in her bed. So oh, yeah, that's incredible, man. Uh. That yeah, part was I mean, for really me, weird. actually, you know what? For me, I think the beginning sequence was probably the scariest. I don't know why, but it just it just kind of all is throwing in your face at once. I had the music. And they're the in girl. the boiler room, right? That's yeah. the beginning? Okay. Yeah, and the girl, Tina's walking around, just kind of, you know, waltzing, just kind of walking around in her dream, not really knowing. They don't explain what she's doing, why she's there. She's just in a dream. Just kind of wandering around, and you hear the screeching claws, you know. And oh man, that just the whole it had the whole feel of the movie right there in the right in the forefront when you first started. And it, I remember I, I turned it on. I was watching it on my iPad. I had my headphones in, and it started. It, it went on for a couple minutes, and I looked over at Candace, and I was like, "This is terrifying." <laughs> <laughs> It is that beginning that that was an excellent opener. I thought, yeah, it was good. And I, I mean, I like it. I, I wasn't. I think it was like too cheesy for me to be legitimately scared, but I felt uncomfortable a lot of yeah. times in that movie. I, I thought I wasn't going to be able to sleep that night, but I was. I slept fine. Yeah, same here. <sighs> but I'm. I mean, I was actually a little surprised because I'm a pretty big wuss when it comes to scary movies. I I tend just not to watch them because they kind of freak me out. 
but and I, so I was a little afraid that I wasn't going to be able to sleep, but it didn't it didn't really get to me. Well, that's good. Well, I think too, like especially like Jess was saying earlier, a movie about dreams, like you kind of, kind of yeah. a little bit freaked out to yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any weird dreams. I felt uh, I thought I was going to be freaked out, but I slept like a baby that night. And it yeah, was same here. I think it was due to the fact that the end of the movie was kind of dumb. Yeah. yeah, probably. Also, how about mom keeping the Freddy's glove? Yeah, what was Dude. with that? That was messed up. Oh, hey, I murdered some guy and I kept his murder weapon. Yeah, here's the quote. I wrote it down. He's dead, honey, because mommy killed him. <laughs> She's like wins worst mom of I know. all media. Like even past Lori on Walking Dead, she's she's awful. You got to hand it to her though; she did have a lot of good hiding places for her alcohol. <laughs> Pretty clever. When Every it comes time to she that. turned around, it was like she pulled it out of somewhere, <laughs> like the David Copperfield of alcohol. I remember she was like laying in bed and she was like giving her daughter this little sweet talk and like, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. And then just out of nowhere, she just grabs this huge bottle of booze. (laughs) It just ruined the moment. What the, I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom, her mom didn't have it together. She just didn't. Well, she murdered a guy. Yeah, that's true. She did murder a guy. In her own house, like a weirdo. Yeah. yeah, she's like, put it in the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was creepy. I mean, yeah, like a child, you know, a guy who's violent toward children. And like, that's already like, when they reveal that, it makes it a little more creepy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I found it interesting that they called him a child murderer. I think in the later movies, you find out he was actually like a child molester. Oh, he was like a pedophile kind of guy. Yeah. Gross. That is so gross. Any, any other parts that stand out to you guys other than – I want to talk about the ending, but I, I think yeah, I'd like to too. talk about that last. I noticed that how young the kids in the movie were, looked. Oh, it, yeah, it Johnny was, Depp. He was a Yeah, Johnny Depp boy. was in it. They, I mean, they were all in their 20s. I think Johnny Depp was 21. I think Nancy was like 20 or 21. Tina was 24. But I remember when I first started watching it, I was a little surprised at how young all the kids, all the actors looked because – Usually, especially movies now, you know, they you watch a movie that's supposed to be high school kids, and they're all like in their thirties. Yeah, you know. So I was just I was just surprised at how young the kids were, and I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, they you were know, all kind of small too, so they looked like high school kids pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. That one jock kind of dude seemed like he was pretty old. Yeah, Rod. Yeah. Rod. Was that his name? Rod. Rod. Yeah. His name worst, would be Rod. Man. Worst boyfriend ever. What? I, no. No, 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 no. Rod that was the guy. The that was the guy that let Tina die and stood there. I don't there. care. The worst boyfriend ever is Johnny Depp, dude. She told him a million times, don't fall asleep. It's so important that you don't fall. Like, he was in her house one of the times, and then he was supposed to be on the phone with her. Or I don't remember what was. So, like, seriously, dude? I don't know. That guy I don't know. That, that's, they're both pretty terrible, I guess, but... He just, like, watched he her just, die. Yeah, he, he literally... anything. He, he literally try. watched her die. He I mean, watched he was her reaching die. his hand now. At least and he was later, awake. Later in the movie, he says, I wish there was more I could have done. You could have tried <laughs> a little. You could have moved. could have moved your body. <laughs> uh, that scene was pretty great. Also, another thing, like, going all the way back to the beginning... 
I was totally thinking she was the main character of the movie. Me too. And then all of a sudden she's dead after like 10 minutes. And I was like, what in the holy crap? Yeah, I totally thought that too. Because the movie opened with her yeah, and her dream. Yeah. That was, was another thing that kind of threw me off a little bit. Nancy was is on the cover of the movie, and she was on, I think she was on the uh, on the poster, and it says her name on the poster too. Oh, okay. It said uh, the poster says if if Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what other movies she was in. Nightmare on Elm Street, Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh, that's right. That's right. American Horror Story, Star Trek Into Darkness, huh. Jag. Oh, The Cabin in the Woods. You know, it it sounds like the movies that she was in are just like paying homage to her being in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it's possible. Like she's not like a regular actress. No offense, Heather Langenkamp. We all love you, okay? Especially if you're listening to the show. We really appreciate it. Hey, speaking of uh, cool things that are in the movie. Yeah. Did you notice that she was watching Evil Dead? Yes, I did. I think, yep. was it Evil Dead 2? I saw like doors opening and closing and stuff. I think it was part one. Okay. Because, well, I don't know when part two came out, but this movie came out in 84. Oh, okay. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but it was one of them. It was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, oh, Evil Dead 2 is 1987. So yeah, Evil Dead was 1981. So it was definitely the first one. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to admit to you guys right now, I did not understand what happened at the end. Oh, yeah. It didn't was make it, any sense. Was it Inception? Was she in a dream within a dream? I have no idea. It seemed like it was the mom's dream at the end or what? something. Like it became the mom's dream. Oh. Or, I don't know. Because the chick like starts driving, like the car drives away. And but then, the mom died on the bed. But then... In the cheesiest like, possible way ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was it was confusing, and that is another one of the reasons I gave it such a low score. Because when movies don't explain, like even if it's totally unrealistic stuff, like if you have a logical ish explanation for it, I'm like, okay, I buy it. But when they don't even explain, like nobody knows what happened. Yeah. Well, I kind of I kind of liked it actually. It was weird. It was weird. Okay, the cover <laughs> the cover on the car being like Freddy's sweater was like a little bit over the top for me. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was yeah. like red and green stripes. Okay, a little over the top, but you know, her getting sucked away and trapped. That was creepy. And then mom getting sucked in through the door. Uh that was very creepy. I didn't understand what was going on. Maybe you're not supposed to and it's supposed to leave you with an uneasy feeling, but um yeah, I thought it was cool, even though I didn't get it. All right, Steven, cheesy parts. Why don't you kick us off? Um, well, there was a lot of cheesy lines, like at the very beginning of the movie when Tina first wakes up and she has like the scratches on her dress or her her pajamas. Do you remember what her mom says to her? Oh, Something no, about you need to start clipping your nails or having Yeah, she says, dreams. cut your fingernails or stop dreaming like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, fingernails. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> her and mom then, sucked too. I don't know how much mom, she was in yeah, it, but she sucked. That was that was kind of the the common thread here was terrible parenting through this whole movie. Oh, dude, you know who sucked too? Who was crappy people? The cops. Yeah. The cops are so I don't know why. Like Wait, the who? I, the, cops. the cops. I know like cops in real life and they're competent normal people. 
And then the cops in like every movie, it seems like, are the most incompetent, clueless jerks. Yeah. Like she's like, okay, my friend just got murdered somehow. There's blood everywhere. I know who the killer is. I know that he's coming for me. He's coming for me at this time. So just pay attention. Also, and, the fact that she's screaming through the window, he's in the house yeah, trying like, to kill him? me. Please come and help me. Yeah. And they're just like, ah, I better go tell the lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> well, her dad was one of the cops, right? Yeah. yeah. He sucked. Yeah, he sucked. He yeah. sucked at life. He was, even, yeah, he was the worst of the cops. Well, yeah, she kept saying, don't forget, don't forget. And he's like, okay, sweetie, just go get some sleep. Yeah, all your friends oh, are being gosh. murdered. Nothing's going to happen to you. Literally right after Tina died and, like, everything was covered in blood, he, she's, like, sitting in a, cha- in a chair and the dad walks up to her and goes, how are you doing? And she goes, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds oh about right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what else was pretty cheesy? Anything involving tongues. Freddie's tongue, like, being in random places... It was supposed to be really creepy, but it was just, I thought it was just dumb. I I thought if, I thought it was only cheesy because it was made in 1984. If they remade that now, it would be, it it would be kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wasn't there a point where his tongue came out of the phone? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, see, I thought that would have been really cool, but it was cheesy just because, I mean, it was literally like a plastic tongue taped to the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I like the line. He said, I'm your boyfriend now. And then he licks her through the phone. I oh, thought that was kind of yeah. cool. I actually just saw a picture of that. And their tongues were like touching, which yeah, is super like gross. Yeah, it looks like she's committing to it. Well, you know, when your boyfriend was that other yeah. guy, maybe she's excited for a change. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> also, when, uh, when Johnny Depp dies... When the ambulance is trying to get the stretcher out of the, uh, or when the paramedics are trying to get the stretcher out of the ambulance, the cop goes, you won't need a stretcher, you'll need a mop. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. (laughs) That was good. I don't remember that. Also, what's the deal with that blood that was like, it was like shooting out of the bed and none of it was coming down. It was just all going up. Yeah, that was was glue. Also, there's no way that that much blood comes out of a little teenage boy. Yeah. There were like five depths worth of blood in that blood. Also, where did they go? I mean, they went into a hole and they're gone. Also, I didn't really get how Freddy was like, just he could like be in the real world kind of whenever he wanted to. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Like, he wasn't, he, he never was really in the real world until, until the end when Nancy pulled him out. But it was almost like he kept trying to get, he wanted to get in. Like when he was coming through the wall to over Nancy's oh, yeah. bed. Well, I pictured um, that as like she was like falling asleep and it was uh, like starting to be her dream. Then she started waking up and he was like, a, and he had to go away. Or yeah. not that he went away, but. But wasn't that, wasn't that while he was also like haunting t- Tina's dream? Yeah. Was it at the same time? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The rule, I think the rules are kind of hard to understand. And maybe that's part of A Nightmare on Elm Street is that. You know, it's all dream stuff, or maybe the whole movie was a dream. You know, we don't know. <laughs> you know, with the yeah. ending, it's that like makes we don't sense really know at the happened. end because the end made no sense at all. Yeah. yeah, the mom was back. Everybody was back. The mom dies again. All the kids die in the car, probably. Yeah, in the Freddy car. Really weird. Uh, so, okay, one thing I was kind of confused about was he actually alive or was he dead? Like. 
throughout this movie. I think he was dead. They, I mean, they killed him. Like they so killed he was him like in a, a fire. Or yeah, he was a ghost that was haunting. You know, that was killing people. And well, it's dreams. just hard to. It's hard because she like when she pulls him out of the dream. Like it makes sense if he's like a ghost, a dream ghost, you know. But then she like pulls him out of the dream, and he's like a real person. That like I don't know. I guess I don't understand ghosts. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the thing. Yeah, the thing is. Everybody writes their own rules with them. You know, it's the same with like vampires and zombies. It's like the content creators get to decide the rules of the ghost. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't really classify him as a ghost. He's just, he's a special. He's dead, but he's not. He's a zombie ghost (laughs) dream haunter. (laughs) (laughs) He's a specter, I think. Somebody else called him. Whatever that is. My thing is just that, like, if you're going to have rules, you need to have a point in the movie where you explain the rules. Not, I mean, obviously not like, these are the rules of Freddy. But, like, <laughs> Freddy, like, comes out of a dream. You want to know my rules? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Pokes himself in the eye. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, in time-traveling movies, they explain, like, well, you can't do this in time-traveling because blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, that's all fake. But okay, there's rules. I get it. You know, like, yeah. That's you know, funny because Nancy kind of kind of says she figures it out at the end of the movie, but she never they never explain what she figured out. She's just kind of like, "Yep, I figured it out, and you can't hurt me anymore." Well, but then also he did hurt her again. Like, yeah. He see. Ba- yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because I was thinking what she figured out is how to suck him out of the dream because of Johnny Depp's um, weird ritual crap that he was telling her about. I think she already had done that, and he was out. He was, like, in person. Oh, okay. And then she's like, you can't. I know your secret. And it was something about just not letting him bother her or something. I don't know. Yeah, some Some kind of mental, like, I have power over you because of brain science. And that's what you're thinking, oh, okay, that's the deal. But then in the end, he comes back. And so it's, I don't know. That's why I was thinking maybe it was the mom's dream. I don't know. Well, uh, I, I think know. I'm gonna throw it out there that it was all a dream the whole time, and then it, and then everything makes sense because you can just make it make sense. That's such a cop out, <laughs> though. I hate that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Nancy fell asleep, and you just didn't see her fall asleep at the end of the movie. Uh huh. And then Freddie. So she's a she's dreaming, and in her dream, her mom's back, and all her friends are back. But then Freddie comes in the dream. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll support sense. that too. All right. Let's ask each other some weird questions toward the end of the movie there's a ton of booby traps for some reason okay as we were watching them just said this kind of reminds me of home alone so my question <laughs> is which trap is the most home alone <laughs> home alone yeah steven home baloney um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna have to go with the sledgehammer <laughs> Sledgehammer that was, was so, so stupid. That was so dumb. <laughs> he might as well have dropped an iron on his face. <laughs> Paint cans. Paint cans yeah. with the face. Paint cans, yeah. <laughs> Did it hit him in the crotch or was it just like in the tummy? <laughs> <laughs> I think it hit him in the stomach. But I think it hit him in the crotch would have been Let's say in the chest, not in the tummy. <laughs> I think it was right in the tummy, man. It I'm was just like, trying to balance out the creepiness. Okay? It was like lower intestines tummy? almost, man. But that sledgehammer thing, it was th- that whole trap thing just needed to go. All of them needed yeah. to go. Except for maybe lighting him on fire, you know? 
Yeah, that was fine. Good. But that wasn't even a trap. She just found like a jug of probably some of her mom's booze and like <laughs> no, that was Tina. No, no, it was Nancy. Pulls it out of the washing yeah. machine. <laughs> But she, that wasn't even a trap. She just found booze laying around and threw it on him and then lit him on fire. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. really planned. Yeah, it's true. Jess, what did you have? What was the most Mine Home Alone? Mine was also Sledgehammer. It was so <laughs> Home Alone-ish. But I don't really remember the other ones. That one just stuck out in my mind. Like it just swings from the door and hits him in the tummy. I picked the tripwire. And for the specific reason, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Was a trip there was a tripwire and oh it showed that gosh. shot. It showed like a close up of her and she like plucked it with her finger. Oh that's gosh. right. And like, that's, that's like straight so out of Home Alone. In other words, Home Alone stole it from uh, Nancy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's probably that's true. That's true. Wow. That was exactly the same thing. She like, yeah. Wow. Also, I don't remember that. Also, the part where she put a tarantula on his face. <laughs> <laughs> And then he screams like a girl. <laughs> screams like a girl. And then Marv bashes him in the crotch <laughs> with a crowbar. Uh, All right, Jess, what's your question? Okay, my question is, how would you make this movie, a kid's movie, with changing the least amount of stuff, including the title? Oh, the title. I forgot the title. You didn't thing. say the title. Right. Sorry. I gosh. didn't tell you the title. Todd's fault. I was thinking, if we changed, oh, well, first of all, we got to take the knives off of his hands. Okay, <laughs> so he's got gloves on, but there's no knives on the end of his gloves. And um, then we change his hat to a beanie. Okay, <laughs> and then we change the name of the movie to Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> true though home alone is like kind of a really violent movie but it's like a totally a christmas movie and our kids love it so much well he has his face burnt you know (laughs) harry had his face burnt by the iron you know or a marv did (laughs) it's pretty much exactly the same thing mine was you would change (laughs) you would change his knife hands into pez dispensers So instead of knives on his hands, he would have pest dispensers. But he would also have to be a girl, I think. He couldn't be a dude with, like, walking around trying to give candy to kids because that's also creepy. Yeah, that's true. So he would be a girl. He would have pest dispenser hands. And I didn't think of a name of the movie. Then he says, look at this. And he he throws pez at kids. (laughs) And the long arms make sense because it fits. Yeah, Yeah, he can reach from way far away. There you go. Yep. Pez dispenser awesome. hands. <laughs> That's the name of the movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pez on Elm Street. <laughs> okay, mine is pretty lame compared to both of yours, so went in descending order. Um, it's still called Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's about kids that have nightmares. But when they have nightmares, um, a cute little stuffed cougar man named freddy comes out and he beats up the bad people in their nightmares and then he gives them hugs and and his name is freddy cougar instead of freddy krueger get it and so they have nightmares but he's like a super happy fun guy who beats up at their nightmares and he also still happens to have a melted face (laughs) 
No, he's a plush animal. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> a melted plush animal. <laughs> All right. My question is, if Freddy Krueger had hair, which he doesn't because of the melting, <laughs> if he did have hair, what hairstyle would he have? Same guy, but hair. How would he? St- how would he style his hair? I've thought about this so long and so hard, and I can't get past him. Not I can't think of him without a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's got a mohawk in my mind. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, but he's oh, got it cut creepy. in a mohawk. Oh man, a mohawk <laughs> down good. is gross. Yeah, he's yeah, got it down, and then he gross. like he pets it with his claws sometimes. I like it, Jess. What do you got? All right, I actually tried to download this app where you can try hairstyles on pictures because I couldn't picture him with a hairstyle, but it didn't work anyways. Um, So I'm thinking of him with like really greasy, long-ish hair. I'm kind of thinking Daryl from Walking Dead. It's like in his eyes and like all over his face and just like stuck to him in different Uh, places. Getting in his burn creases. (laughs) Sticking in the creases, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I went with uh, just a classic uh, creepy guy ponytail. Oh, Ooh. yeah, kind of like long. It would go down long, like past his ears, and then the ponytail would be like, at, like at the bottom of his neck, and then it oh. would. <laughs> Oh man! It would very creepily go down his back. Oh man, that's like a real (laughs) life pedophile, man. (laughs) That way he can still wear his hat, (laughs) (laughs) which is the most important. Which is super important. Yeah, (laughs) it just added the creep, added to the creepiness. Got his hat and his ponytail going. Oh, yeah, that's pretty gross. I was imagining him too. You know. What if he had like a kind of like a bald on the top and then like hair on the sides? <gasps> like Harry. Oh. <laughs> like Harry from Home Alone. Harry Lime. That's his name. He has a last name. What? All right. Good to know. <laughs> I looked it up. His name is Harry Lime. Really? Yeah, it is. Kind of ruins him for me. Yeah, I know. It's It really does change your perception of uh, of Harry. You don't know what Marv's last name is? Sure. Marv's last name is Marv Merchants. Huh. Yeah. Man. Man, listen up. I wish you wouldn't have told us that. I know. Shout out to uh, John Hughes, the writer of Home Alone. You really sucked at making up last names (laughs) for those burglars. But their first names are really good. Their first names are perfection. Marv is exactly who that guy is. I don't know where you got that from. I mean, yeah. every name in this movie is pretty good, except for those guys. Anyway, Why are we talking about Home Alone? I don't know. This movie, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, has a lot to do with Home Alone. <laughs> all right. That's, okay. I don't think that's accurate. At in all. your mind. There is like a 30 minute scene that is basically <laughs> Home Alone. Before we go, uh, one more creepy thing the kids jump roping, singing the Freddy. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> that was yes. awful. So creepy. And just the music throughout the whole movie yeah. was like... The music was uh, really good. Yeah. They did a good job with that. They Also, they never explained that rhyme or anything. Like, why did those kids know a Freddy rhyme? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what the crap? 
Nobody knew that they even <laughs> killed him. Or maybe they were talking about the pedophile, which makes yeah, it a so thousand kind of, times scarier. That's what I was thinking is, oh. you know, this movie, that's a part of what makes it really good is it, it has a lot of depth that they don't explain that they could use. I'm sure they, they, they explained it later in, in later movies. Because there was like, there was a ton of Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure those kids reappear and maybe they talk about where the rhyme came from and they talk about why this movie didn't make any sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They talk about Home Alone a lot. Talk about how much they love Home Alone before it ever existed. (laughs) Marv makes an appearance. Freddie kills somebody. Nancy says, look what you did, you little jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Freddie calls them the wet bandits. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay, speaking of that, I know what Jess's opinion is probably going to be on this, but what do you guys think about, like, I'm not pitching this as an idea for another episode, but what would you think about watching a sequel? We know how you felt about this movie, but, like, do you want to watch the other Nightmare on Elm Street movies? No. No. Easy? I I really wanted to, but I didn't think we would. So I wasn't planning on watching them on my own time. Yeah. So I just I just looked up like uh, <laughs> what they were about because oh, I was okay. super curious. Huh. And from what I can tell, the rest of the movies aren't nearly as good as this one. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that answers it for me then. But I, yeah. yeah, I was kind of thinking no. And I mean, like some of these movies, like you watch them and I and I enjoyed it. I gave it a good score, but like it's like I don't I don't feel like revisiting that world like is gonna be better you know yeah it's like one of those movies where like you what they presented this movie was just enough as as the the only reason why i would want to watch a sequel is so i can get more information about what's going on in this first one so what do you guys think like if it released now how would it do assume you know we'll, we'll take out all of the the cheesy 80s stuff of it you know and the hair styles and and that kind of stuff but how would it do today? I think it would do really well as a horror movie. I, I mean, I'm terrified of it as an 80s horror movie. Um, I think I think they would have to have be- better explanations for stuff. I feel like in the 80s, a lot of times, like I'm thinking of one we just recently watched. What was it? The um, Never Ending Story. Like yeah. a lot of stuff didn't make sense. And it's just kind of a thing they do. It's like fantasy stuff, weird stuff that doesn't make sense, and the end. I feel like in like now there would have to be some kind of explanation. That's my opinion. Yeah. Like they can't just like cop out and be like, oh, who knows what happened? It's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen, what do you think? I think it would do really well. I think it I think uh I mean the story in this movie was great. If you if you wiped this whole nightmare on Elm street off the map and nobody ever heard of it. And then this movie came out, but with updated uh, special effects and stuff, it would be super scary. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, it would be so, I mean, I thought, I thought the movie, as far as being scary, it's way up there with some of the scariest movies ever. Yeah. But the only thing, the only thing that made it not scary is, is it was, you know, the special effects were kind of cheesy. Yeah. But, but other than that, I mean, it was still a scary movie, and it's, you know, how old is it now? 20-something years yeah, old? Yeah, 30 years. Yeah, yeah, so. 31. 32. 2016. <laughs> yeah, that's right, math. Yeah, I think, uh, 
I think it would do well too. Um, yeah, this, like you said, the story is great. It's just the only thing that was like kind of cheesy about it was just you know remnants of the '80s that got their funk in it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, no disrespect to the '80s, but uh, the the looks of the '80s are kind of ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> at this point in time. Um, okay, so that wraps up our discussion on Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's talk about next week. We actually, at the time of our recording, we actually just uh, heard uh, yesterday, right, that uh, mm-hmm. David Bowie had passed away, and and we all love David Bowie, and and um, it's sad. He was awesome. He was a rock star, and in honor of him, Jessica has picked a movie for next week. What do you got, Jess? Labyrinth. Because Stephen has not seen it. I, if I've seen it, I literally don't remember anything about it. I have no idea about the plot. I, all I know about it is David Bowie's in it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> really, it's just if you combine the weirdness of David Bowie and the weird goofiness of Jim Henson. I'm a, I'm a little afraid, being that he just passed, I'm a little afraid that I'm going to hate this movie a lot based on the pictures that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, those of us who have hated movies in quotes, we've given them a six, so that's true. Yeah. We're pretty sucky at hating movies. We are. We are. People are coming for you though if you say you hate that movie. I know. I, w- I would be of, afraid too. I'm I scared of that. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you honestly what I think. We'll tell you his address next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when's the last time we saw it, Jess? I think we watched it. Probably, it's, it's probably been, like been a few years. years. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching so, like when we first got married a few times. Yeah, but it was the classic of our early marriagehood. Yes, so I'm excited to watch. I'm very excited to hear Stephen's opinion on on this movie because it me is, too. <laughs> it is it is definitely one that I think you're going to have a strong opinion on either way. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a special movie. Let's just leave it as that. Well, that wraps up this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to you, listeners of the Try Try Again, a movie club podcast. Okay, the audiobook that you get is actually yours to keep forever, whether or not you decide to stay with your subscription. And they have over 180,000 books you can choose from. So pretty much any book you can think of, is there. And I actually um, have used Audible a lot and listened to uh, probably 20 or 30 audiobooks on there and absolutely love it. Um, I know Steven's listened to a lot of audiobooks and and loves it too. Steven? Yep. Audible's awesome. Yeah. I, I frequently go back to a book that I've already listened to and I re-listen to it because they're mine to keep. And that's great. Yeah. Whether or not, you know, if you cancel your subscription at any point, you still get to keep the content. Audible's really cool with that. Uh, I like that I can log in with my Amazon account, so it's easy to sign up. So if you want a free audiobook, courtesy of Audible, you can sign up at audibletrial.com slash try try again. So again, audibletrial.com slash try try again. Get your free book and support the show. All right. Uh, if you guys have any movies you'd like us to watch, you can send suggestions to me on Twitter at Ask Todd or any other way that you can reach me or any of the rest of us on the show because, let's be honest, we're most likely friends in real life. So if you like our podcast, 
Consider leaving us a review in iTunes. And if you leave a five-star review, we will read it on the show. And guess what, guys? We have five-star reviews to read. Nice. Cool. Yeah, it's exciting. I have multiple reviews. All right. So here we go. Here's a five-star review by That Girl Ange. No idea hmm. who this person is. I don't know is. anybody named Ange. Stephen, you know anybody weird. named Ange? Nope. I have no idea who that okay. could be. Okay. Never met anybody named Ange in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, All an, my life. it's an inside joke. <laughs> it's only funny to, uh, well, the people that listen to this show probably know us anyway, so it's probably funny to everybody. Uh, <laughs> she says, fun podcast, hilarious bunch. Don't forget to stay tuned at the end for awesome outtakes. Sweet. That's true. Thanks, that girl, Ange. Wish we knew you in real life. You sound cool. I know. I would just love to make out with your face so <laughs> what <the> hard. Heck? <laughs> Jeez, Whoever you are, I don't know. <laughs> and we have another review, five star review from AV Desert Roadrunner. I actually don't know who this person is, so this is really cool. The idea behind this pod is fantastic, and these guys have so much fun with it. The outtakes from this last episode are especially hilarious. Keep it up, guys. The outtakes they're referring to is from the Indiana Jones episode, by the way. So look that up if you want to. Well, thanks, guys, for your reviews. And remember, anybody else who writes a review, we will read it on the show. And we will see you next week. Bye.